Welcome back to the Doghouse Rules Podcast. I am Jamie Williams, alongside me, Quinn Anderson, and we have a very special guest. I'm not even going to let Quinn introduce himself because he's that special. Introducing Charlie Myers, former roommate extraordinaire. How are you doing, Charlie? Welcome to the pod. It's oh, been a while. I, I am doing great. I Thank you for having me on. Feels great to be 2-0. Okay, coming coming in hot already. Um, yeah, Charlie, you, you seem like you're really relaxed. You, I'm, oh, yeah. you dared to turn your camera on, which I always appreciate, so I could really look you in the eye. I was I was warming up a little a little sparring match in my bedroom here because I'm expecting a fight this uh, evening. But uh, and you came out swinging already, so I I feel entirely justified. So you feeling good after your two and zero start, despite posting very low scores. Both weeks, uh, I would I would say posted a low score last week. I would agree to that statement. I wouldn't say so much this week, although uh, thank God Chris Lave does not have thin feet. That's all I gotta say. That was a that was a close call. You took down Quinn successfully, is what I'm gathering here. So that yes. little tension yes. in the pod right There's now. There's no tension. <laughs> There's no tension, but yes, yes. The, the, te- the tension something. is more between you two. It, the tension's oh, always yeah. between you two. I mean, we we have to address the the, the comments you've been making about Charlie regularly. Yeah, the, the slander being tossed around all over your power rankings. I mean, do we need, no, do we need to pull quotes? They, it just seems. It just seems the first the first question I have about the power rankings is, and I'm gonna not only defend myself but defend a fellow member of the league. Um, you had no one asked players, you to do that. Well, you had two players below the ten mark um, that are currently now two and zero. In Jart's team and my team, we're both we're both bottom half bottom feeder teams, and they are two of the three teams that are currently two and out. Yeah, and us two and Evan. If the playoffs started today, we'd be top three seeds. What is it? Week two? We're just finishing up hey. week two? Come on! Hey, hey! It's still hey, early. It's a, long, it's a long road, but but we're on the right path. Yeah, you know. I'd have to say out of all those teams you mentioned, I'm the most concerned about yours and it's not even close. So I think, you know, your 2-0 start is fraudulent at best. And um, I've really crunched the numbers on your team. I've had taken a special interest in observing how exactly you managed to scrape together a win in week one, despite p- posting a lower score than me. Uh, I still can't figure it out. Um, so you're the engineer. Maybe you can do figure live, that one out for me. Do I just me. live rent free in your head? You don't. That's Troy's job. There's not enough, you know. Rent in Seattle is actually quite, um, quite expensive. So uh, you'll have to you'll have to find another apartment to move into. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Troy's in there. Um, for sure. You are honestly not even on the radar right now, despite your two and zero start. Like, it's I'm really not, interesting. I, considering not the concerned. Paragraphs, the paragraphs you just write about slandering my team every week. Um, okay. I don't think I slandered you this week, even. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Did. You had Charlie at eleven. Um, we're, and we're gonna, opening we're paragraph that, starts with that conversation though. Opening paragraph. Ooh, Charlie's gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> I call you a fraud. I, I I mentioned already and I already said it once today. Um, how the heck did you win week one? You didn't deserve to with what 84 points? Pitiful. You just talk a lot of garbage, then you pay a million dollars for Dalvin Cook. Do you want to explain that purchase, Charlie? I mean, I I felt like he, I felt like him and Aaron Rodgers were going to be best buds. And I, like many Aaron Rodgers owners, was disappointed to see him go down after three plays. 
And I, I thought they were going to be best buds in New York, and he was going to get a lot of targets out of the backfield. Yeah, this is why I'm not worried at all. Um, it's just that level of like gross recklessness with with finances that really makes me concerned um, about not concerned, like concerned for you, because I don't think you're going to have a more success in the coming weeks uh, because of that massive overpay, in my opinion. And I'm just I'm a little disappointed, Quinn, in you that you didn't you weren't able to seal the deal and and, and bury him like I predicted here in the power rankings. So now yeah. Charlie's chirping no, in my not mentions. only not only did you predict it in the power rankings, Jamie, you probably Quinn didn't harp on it as much. You probably spent 10 minutes on the last podcast talking about how I was going to be humbled. <laughs> yeah. Five to 10 minutes about how I was going to be humbled. Christian Kirk wasn't worth anything. Uh, by the way, if you want to check that uh, scoreline, Christian Kirk, I believe had 20 some odd points uh, this week um, about how Alan Lazard. I was a Kirk downer. With, which I will, I will agree. Alan Lazard should not be starting. That is because I have a main starter on my bench and we play in a 16 team league. So we don't exactly have deep benches. And then uh, Kyle Pitts, I I did make a mistake on Kyle Pitts. I will fully fully acknowledge that. But I thought he had a great rookie campaign and did not realize that Atlanta was just going to ignore any semblance of a yeah, tight end. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Kyle. We'll talk about Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Look, Charlie, you clearly listened to the podcast, so I appreciate the reverence you have for m- me and Quinn's uh, football knowledge. Um, hopefully you'll be on our, le- our level someday, but... I have just a million questions about so, your Jamie, roster. No, 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 no. I, I want to hit on that last comment. So I, I talked about how there was three 2-0 teams in this league. And uh-huh. on this podcast right now, there's only one of them. And then you referenced that 2-0 team getting on the level of the two 1-1 teams, correct? See, Quinn, this is why I wanted you to beat him this week. Hey, now I have no, to deal with I, this. I, I know. I, I wanted it, too. I, I thought it was going to happen. You clearly didn't. I, I kind of needed it because Saquon is now out for three weeks. So I'm about to go on a little bit of a losing streak. It's not well, he's good. He's going to be out for three weeks and he's going to play at MetLife. Then he's going to be out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's my life. <laughs> Charlie, let me just be really honest with you. Deontay Johnson injured. Okay. Russell Wilson, what are you doing? He's not He's not that good. If you watch the game, it was an let insane me, let Hail me just... Mary. Let me just mm-hmm. check this real quick. I, I don't want to be misquoted on a stat line. Now we are we are we. I'm going to say the stat with 18 remaining in the uh, Cleveland uh, Pittsburgh game, and Jamie already has his hand in his face because he knows the exact stat I'm about to bring up. Russell Wilson finished his game with 25 fantasy points. Deshaun Watson, sexual predator, Jamie Williams, starting quarterback. Currently has 11 and a half. All right. So not going to address these heinous allegations against my franchise quarterback. First of all, allegations, there's 50 women that came forward. Either you believe it or you don't alleged women. Oh, no, we're not about to have this. No, nah. <laughs> John Watson is a fucking serial rapist. No. All right. All right. Cut dry. Cut you know dry. what? That's, you know what? It's not a debate. That's fair. That's fair. I, I can see that point. However, it's not relevant. What is relevant is the the football on the field for the purposes of fantasy football. Okay. I so this agree. association, but if it's we, just if lazy. We, if we go back to football on the field. Russell this laziness, this lazy association with me I, and Deshaun no. forever linked. I leaned into that by drafting him this year. 
And I do he, not think he's a good person. I just he, think he'll produce on the field. So. You started him. And again, when we get back to producing on the field, and you question me on Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson plays for a mediocre team that does not really have a running game. So I start him at quarterback because they have one possibility. Oh, did Deshaun Watson just throw another interception? Jesus Christ. Is that a fumble or an interception? I got to check this out. Sorry. It's probably both. He to might have just turned the ball over again. He might be going down on that 11 and a half points there. My you know, um, Deshaun uh, is despicable. Uh, I'm glad that he's playing as bad as he is because he deserves it. Um, and he's currently played worse than Russell. And anyone who rosters him has what's coming to him. Yeah. All right. This is just a tired take. I'm just, I feel like we were past this point. And now that Charlie's here, it's like oh, in our little pack about That's... what happened to like, okay. Just because you own Deshaun doesn't mean that you're a terrible person. Like now I'm getting raked over the well, coals. Is no, it I, I didn't say that. I just said you deserve to lose. Just just a quick question. Again, getting back to Fearley's play on the field. Um, that makes two turnovers today. Does Deshaun have more touchdowns or turnovers this season? Again, with one of your just no, I, I it's just a, a legitimate question about his play on the field. But you know the answer. Discussing you're just, his play on the field. This is a question designed to make me look bad. You know the answer. You're watching the game. I see you. You're more just interested in the game than actually, you know, thinking. I, I'm watching the podcast, podcast too. This is, a, this is a live podcast. Anyway, I didn't even get to the the meat of your roster. Raheem Mostert's going to be irrelevant once Jeff Wilson comes back. Raheem Mostert scored, scored 25 points this week. Don't care. Josh Jacobs looks tired, and the Raiders look terrible. Devontae Adams is concussed. Christian Kirk only succeeded because Zay Jones was injured. Um, Kyle Pitts is a bust. Alan Lazard, terrible. Baker Mayfield, why is he there if you believe in Russell Wilson? Dalvin Cook, overpay. Deontay Johnson, injured. I just, I don't like anything about this team. I think it's the wheels are going to fall off pretty soon, and I'll be there watching the fire burn. So, looking forward to it. Hope we, when do we play each other? Hopefully soon. I was, I was trying to check that out. I, I, I could, I was, I was busy, busy focusing on, on, preparing my championship speech yeah i'll track right. that down but charlie i think you have something to say to uh to do me here after that i mean my goodness oh. I, I mean i just think it's I, I mean jamie can have all the takes he wants at the end of the day those guys are performing for me and once those guys stop performing for me i will switch them out that's a good point for who you have no bench you say, "Oh, there, no one has a bench." Some people. No, do. no. It, the thing is, is you, you you mistake Charlie for being a complacent manager. He yeah. is. He's complacent. Yeah, Look I, at I, him I, right now. He's literally reclining. This is a very serious podcast. Jamie, I am leaning Jamie, forward, this meeting is, his eye in Jamie, the camera, this, and he is just reclining, looking away, looking at the Steelers game, shaking his head. His hair is all long and scraggly. It's like he hasn't kept taken care of himself over there. Don't know what's going Jamie, on. This, this, this is the look of a guy that's 2-0. and oh. It's the look of the guy. I, I'm not saying I'm going to go 14-0. and oh. I didn't say that. But I, I know right now I'm 2-0. and oh. And that's all you can ask for. This guy. This guy. I have, just... an infinite, I have an infinitely better chance of going 14-0 and oh than you do. Okay, so you two actually face off in week eight. So Not soon <laughs> enough. Can we move it forward, that's... Commissioner? That's can when you, can that's you, like, when arrange the... the schedule. Oh, oh, now you're asking for favors from the commissioner. Yeah, I hear he oh. well, he used to kind of, you know, a little wink wink nudge nudge. Used to no, kind of Jamie, and... you are the one who's handing out favors. I'll uh that I can see clearly now with Foster. I mean, come on now. 
Let's not, let's not get boss, it boss Boss is about to pick up a dub here. Boss Boss is. Boss Boss is about to pick up a dub. All right, good for him. Yeah. Oh, man. If only we'd gotten Foster as our guest, but we're stuck with Charlie. Um, so let's Well, talk... yeah, if you, hey, Jamie, if it was Foster, you guys would all have the same record. Okay. And then um, maybe maybe that would be, you know. Maybe it would be a level conversation with equal minds and not, true. not Jamie just punching up. This is a good point. I mean, I I just have to take this laying down. It's it's unfortunate, but it, but it's true. Wins or right. counts. You know, we okay. can. What 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 else we got to discuss on this podcast? Yeah, what else? I have something I want to get off my chest. NFL.com is so broken, and it irritates me that Evan and the savvy football owners actually take advantage of this. So, Evan just picked up Jerome Ford. I believe that's his name. Um, yes. there's this cool feature I want everyone to know about from for actually... the guy that the guy that made a 70 yard run in the game that I'm currently watching. Right. Yeah. Are you trying to like rub it in? You didn't pick him up either, Charlie. Okay. I didn't pick him up, but yeah, I'm, you I'm seem okay with it. Up. This is the complacency that I'm concerned with is like the big old smile on your face. You're just enjoying. Anyway, NFL.com is so broken <laughs> that you can literally like after the Sunday games or even the Thursday night games, you can like drop somebody that underperformed and pick up somebody else and it just happens automatically so you can do that like infinitely and completely hack the system that's what evan did um i was thinking about picking up jerome Ford, but i decided to stick with kendrick Bourne. it's eating me up inside you never root for injuries but i would highly recommend everybody indulge in this strategy because it's ridiculous evan just got a starting running back a good starting running back probably for the remainder of the year for free because he was paying when attention did, when he did he pick him up like literally this afternoon which is crazy so and shouldn't took, be allowed. He took, chance, he took a chance on on a guy, and then a starting running back has a catastrophic knee injury. Mm-hmm. And? Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm so pissed you're because... you're telling me I should, pick up, I should pick up... If I picked up, like, the Kansas City backup quarterback and Patrick Mahomes got freaking de- decapitated next week, he'd be like, Carly just pulled the sham of the century. No, no dude. dude, you got fucking injured. It's not about the injury, Charlie. As you, as usual, you don't get it. Um, what I'm saying is, it shouldn't happen on ESPN.com. You shouldn't waivers, be able to pick a guy up midweek. You don't get to pick a guy up in the middle of games like this, in between games on NFL.com. Okay, I, I can agree with that statement, I which is a to totally that. broken, messed up system. Wh- where, by the way, I've thrived and I've I've taken advantage of this rule several times. I will say that, but it's it shouldn't happen. Like when Evan once, gets away with it, that's where I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> once you're once you're done with with the, uh, okay, you good, Jamie? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Talk me down. Because okay. I I would I would like to reference in 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 supporting NFL.com the projection of the spread between me and Quinn was listed at uh four point nine points. The actual spread in the game was four point seven. Charlie, you are literally Obviously, just taking, pretty good at predictions. You are just playing devil's advocate to annoy me. You're just you're a joke. <laughs> this is come on. Nobody likes NFL.com. It's like a running punchline that Quinn just keeps us on this terrible website that just has so maybe many glitches. I couldn't even get into the app this morning. What? My my question for the league commissioner, since I've had enough questions for Jamie. Yes. Is so I thought we were all under the interpretation that we were going to pay in this leader. And then five hours before the draft, I get told we're not paying. What's yeah. up? I mean, if you want to have a conversation about that, here's the, here's the issue. What? 
what what happened? What happened? The issue is uh is, is handling the money of this league was a stress that is not that's not a cross I'm willing to bear, frankly. Okay. okay um okay. and I will be the league accountant next year. Okay. I actually asked for a league accountant a couple times in the chat, but okay. I, I, I got no I, response. And so I said rather than continue to bear this, I I, I didn't want it. I, I needed I, it off my shoulders. I'd like to submit a vote I of believe, no confidence in I Charlie as league accountant. I'd like to submit a vote of no confidence in Charlie as league accountant. Uh, I actually would say that I would I would be willing to have Charlie manage that. <laughs> I think that's funny. Jamie, Strong Jamie, problem literally the only the only reason you would vote no confidence you'd vote no confidence in every single person. That way, you're the only person that took this league seriously. Like so, so that you took it more seriously. I should say everybody takes it a little seriously. So but you want to be the accountant, Jamie? But everybody is going to take it more seriously if there's money on the line. Cut and dry. Everybody knows that. Uh, I think that's what that you have a little bit of fear that if everybody starts taking it more seriously, you're going to start falling a little bit, a little Charlie, bit. That's already happening. Do you realize I, I said this last pod, if you bothered to listen more than just the parts that I mentioned you in um, I, I the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I literally say like, basically I'm giving away free fantasy advice, like a free, you know, guest pass in, inside my brain. So it's like I'm beating myself every time I go on this podcast and give actual fantasy advice. Quinn keeps his cards closer to the vest, but um, but money. Of course, I don't I want don't money. Know what involved. you're talking about? There's nothing to keep close to the vest. There, there's this no. The there's no hidden moves. That's true. Acres truther. Yeah, probably yeah. Quinn's advice is a little more uh, up and down. But you know, I I shouldn't even be bringing up this sort of like NFL.com glitch that people can take advantage of. But I do for the sake of fairness. So I think I would be a good accountant. Uh, frankly, but I don't believe money makes it more fun of an experience, Charlie. I think it's Whoa, the joy no, no, no. of the, the wins fun. and losses. I said more competitive, and everybody pays attention. Uh huh. Because yeah. I will, I will bet, I will bet you anything, right now, that come week fourteen, there will be someone below thirteenth place that will not care about a game that will be impactful to someone else's playoff chances, and they just won't care. Because there's nothing on the line. Wow. Okay. Well, I think because it's a democracy, I don't know if it's a democracy where you're at right now, Charlie. But since no, we're in America, and we voted to have it have have money involved, and then then we ended up not getting money involved. So I was trying to figure out how we're going to get money involved next time. I just think it's it really was a interesting. Democracy, Jamie. You know, come it back was. on the pod in like week eight when I just hand you a whooping, and you're. Two and six. No, I, I, I guarantee. I, Jamie, mark it down right now. After week eight, I will come on this pod. No matter what my record is, no matter what your record is, no matter how that game goes, I will come on this pod. All right, great. Yeah, I just think you'll be singing a different tune then. You'll, you'll, you won't be excited to be handing out your, your finances there. Well, one um, thing I will say is is we're going to retable a, a good amount of things in this league. Any rule changes that might occur, they, they, that's all going to potentially be kind of considered around the right around the time that playoffs end is the plan uh-huh. for anything going forward next year. I just kind of wanted to leave things as like normal and easy as possible for this year to try to, you know, breathe some I, life I like, back into the league. I do, I do like the easy. I do like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What we got to get into the matchups for the week. We, no, we, we don't, the no, we don't. you don't, you don't tell us what to do. I, I actually, pod. I would love to do that. Let's do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, one more thing. One more thing real quick. Um, 
the 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 rules are pretty flexible. So I don't I don't trust when Quinn says that we're gonna actually reevaluate the rules. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rules are pretty flexible. Wow, is this like an open relationship type thing, Jamie? Or you... rules haven't changed recently. Yeah, I, mean, that's true, I, I, but I don't know any rules. I feel like it's a fluid changed. situation. Okay, so that's all are I'm we, saying. Are, are we gonna talk about this these week two matchups that just passed, or are we rolling right into week three? Week two matchups that just passed first. All right. Most of us are to revel in his glory again. Let's, All right, let's start let's, there. Well, let's let's leave let's leave Hasbula's haymaker. No, that one's pretty well decided too. Never mind. Never mind. Didn't realize how short of time we were for the game. All right. I, I say we, we um I say we grab the matchup and then we all uh we all we all take we all have a takeaway. We'll we'll hit on these really quick. Let's let's start with uh with, with me and Charlie. Coming off of week two, you know, I it, the matchup kind of came down to Olave trying to surpass Charlie's final score didn't happen. Um, gentlemen, what are you thinking about this matchup face value? Quinn didn't take care of business, basically, is what happened here. Um, Charlie was reeling. Charlie once again gets away with murder, playing Kyle Pitts and Alan Lazard for inexplicable reasons. Um, and he just gets a monster performance from Russell Wilson. Did you watch the dang game, Charlie? Russell Wilson threw yep. up a pass to nobody. It bobbled around, and they caught it is a last ditch effort and it was just the ugliest thing you've ever seen. So I don't Jamie, this Russell Wilson chirping. What is your favorite team? NFL wise. What is your favorite? I'm a free agent. I don't I don't align no, myself. No, 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 no. Don't give me that crap. No, you are a Seahawks. I don't I have been known to follow from the from the side of my eye the Seahawks on occasion. The Seahawks have won one Super Bowl in their franchise history. Who was the quarterback during that Super Bowl? And the Seahawks have been to the three point. Bowls. Who is the quarterback for those two, two of those three Super Bowls? Russell Wilson. And he, how he made his millions was doing exactly what he did at the end of Sunday, hucking up balls and they, and it just working out for him. Actually, yeah. hey, Jamie, I have a quick question for you selfishly. Um, when you watch Russell Wilson, uh, do you think, like, oh, he looks like a shell of himself or. Is he just playing the way he always did, and it just isn't working as well? I, it's that. I, you think it's the I, same thing? Because I, when I think back about like prime Russell Wilson, I actually don't know if I see anything different except for that he runs better in his prime. The thing about it is, and this kills me to say as a Notre Dame college fan, and because he coached the University Spoiled Children, it is Pete Carroll. Yeah, it is Pete freaking Carroll, straight up, because. If you watch Geno Smith play with the Jets, does not look good. Hmm. Geno Smith, before he played for the Seahawks, was not good. And I'm not saying Geno Smith's like the greatest player ever to play the game with the Seahawks, but he can win games with the Seahawks, and he couldn't do it with New York. I like this take. I like this idea that maybe Pete's just good at like accentuating players' strengths and putting players in a position where they can succeed. Um, and that is. like. That the truth is, is Russell Wilson was just never a drop back passer in the first place, and that he's always been this moon ball or takeoff guy. Oh, yeah. And the prime example of that Pete take is uh, the Seahawks had this little bit of a lull last year in October, November. And that's when Gino thought he actually could be an NFL quarterback and not just follow everything Pete said. And then December came around, he got back to just following Pete blindly, and they succeeded. And so yeah, it pains me I, to agree with you, but I, I think you're making a lot of good points here, Charlie. Um, I agree yeah. with your assessment. And I think that was what happened week one was Gino was not following Pete blindly. And week two, 
he got back to back on the peak trade. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's underrated as a head coach for sure. I think he's the, the Seahawks just make some boneheaded mistakes that just kill you watching them. But Russell Wilson, he's always been like this. I think it was just Pete kind of coached him up and it, he, he was forgiven because he made it to Super Bowls and stuff. But he's always been kind of a bit in his own world too. Like, I don't know how he relates to the guys. And, I agree. Um, it has been a lot of like moonshots and not a lot of smart plays. And he also has this propensity because I watched the Broncos this week to like make like he runs for no reason and into traffic. And then he like as he's falling over, throws it up for grabs and it should have been intercepted multiple times. So this is why I have concerns about him as your starting quarterback. But you pulled but out the win. And we'll get to this. We'll get to this when we get to his team, too. I'll use Daniel Jones as an example. Daniel Jones also plays for a pretty mediocre team. He put up 30 points this week. Because he plays for a mediocre team that really can't do anything else. Yeah. And so it makes for a decent, a pretty good fantasy quarterback, even if they're not a good real quarterback. Yeah. Well, yeah. He did look. score 30 points in like a half. Like that's kind of impressive. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, 100%. But, but like, if you're not down 28 nothing to the freaking Cardinals, like, you don't have to do that. Hey, Josh Dobbs had a good day, though. Hey, Dobbs did, Dobbs did cook. Dobbs did cook. Okay. What's the next matchup? Yeah, so uh, we're gonna get into a little Nolan versus uh Nolan versus Connor here. Uh Connor, big 129 on uh on Nolan's hundred points. It on him. Um I, I think the big the big thing that we gotta look at here, unfortunately, is Nick Chubb, right? RIP um, Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's that's really tough. I uh Zach, I'm I'm a little upset with you if you're listening to this that you had to post that um in our in our group chat. Didn't need to see that. Was, that. Didn't get on brutal. TV for a reason. Um, so no, thank you for that. Um, Jenna, he also when, got helped out by the Bucks defense dropping 17. True. True. That was pretty massive. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as this matchup, for sure, that does make a difference. George Pickens having himself a day though. Very exciting for him. Jamie, any thoughts here? Yeah. You know, I told Connor, keep your chin up. Um, you'll do better. Your team just completely imploded last week, 64 points or whatever. It's just not going to happen again. Um, and look, he's he's in trouble, though, because Nick Chubb is the cornerstone of his franchise, and I'm worried about, I don't think his team's going to be able to perform like this every week, although I love the moves he's made on the waiver wire. And this is why I keep preaching to people like Charlie, um, don't get so attached to your Baker Mayfields and your Dalvin Cooks. You know, cut your losses, lick your wounds, and maybe pick up a, Zach Moss, Gus Edwards. These guys are going to help kind of patch his his roster together and keep him competitive. But you love to see it for the young man. And as for Nolan, uh, I've made my opinion very clear. I think Nolan is not competitive. And this proved it. So I feel vindicated. Hey, Adam who, Nolan had a good day. My, other question, my question for Nolan is, who the, who the heck is Jake Funk? Dude, how do you not know who? Jake Funk? Activated <laughs> to the active roster for Indianapolis this week? Jake Funk. No are clue you, who that guy was. Are you not familiar with that? He, yeah, he used to play for the Rams. You know, he uh he, he was on the roster. He got some he got some he got some burn, some run. <laughs> he got zero points. Yeah, hey, here's another suggestion. Yeah, he has a shotgun I, for I've, sure. I have I was gonna say I've I've heard this on the socials. You either got a shotgun or you gotta you gotta hit the old ice. We need to start doing that. We also need to invite the lowest scorer onto the pod to explain explain uh what they were doing get some suggestions from jamie all right well while i collect a little list of the zeros for the week and we can call them all out um 
I want you guys to kind of break down the uh, matchup between Chesley and Horse Girls. Uh, horse Girls, what I was just pointing in was the uh, commissioner overreach of making Horse Girls change their name uh, Saturday. Whoa, 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 whoa. No <laughs> one forced anyone to do anything. I need to make <laughs> there that there. Seemed like some judicial overreach there. I, uh, I but... asked. I asked if he would be so inclined uh, to do that. <laughs> and he did he was into that he was like oh yeah that was a good name and we you know we all agreed you know okay okay nothing okay. wrong with that uh uh horse girls i will say i got horse girls next um brian robinson big day daniel jones big day we will see how the rest of this roster looks uh come uh next week but yeah it seems like you got a couple big days out of those guys um Zach Dude, Brian Brian Robinson out. really broke out. I feel like in this game. Oh like, yeah, he, like he really showed that he's kind of the bell cow here. Like Antonio Gibson's not really a thing. I mean, it was it was kind of like dramatic. Yeah, Zach, you love to see Zach did not get helped out by uh, Melvin Gordon planting the goose yeah. egg. I wanted to address that. What are we doing playing Melvin Gordon? You can do better than that. Like this is just wild. I don't know what's going on with Zach. Is he giving up? Like that's a sign to me that someone's given up. I, I I don't know. Melvin so Gordon? really concerned. Playing a mediocre player over 30? Yeah. Like, he really needs to fill that slot, and he could probably trade to do it. Like, honestly, consider trading, I don't know, a player with a lot of name value. Like, you probably can't trade Cup, but my other I don't question know. is My other question is, he. I think Singletary had a better chance on his bench to at least do something. Uh, my, That's what I mean. My, my thought is, and this is my saving grace for him, is I think he was thinking that with J.K. Dobbins injured, Melvin Gordon was going to get some sort of action. I think in the future, Singletary will get in his in his roster more, which I'm not sure Singletary's should be started, but he will get in above Gordon. Yeah, I mean, he, hmm. he does Jones get some also, touches. Yeah. I also wanted to address this trade that's probably going to happen, unless someone else downvotes it. AJ Brown and Joe Mixon being shipped to the most dangerous player in our league that I was fortunate enough to take down this week, Caleb, in exchange for basically Bijan Robinson and nothing else. I think this trade is unbalanced. He's getting, Caleb is getting Joe Mixon and AJ Brown, two like solid to elite players at their respective positions. Even getting Bijan Robinson, who might be a generational talent at the running back slot. The, the the difference between him and Joe Mixon is not enough to make it worth it, in my opinion. So, are you petitioning Charlie? I to think any, trade, this trade, any right now? trade, any trade between two consenting adults should be allowed. Mm. I'm actually just a general idea of vetoing trades. I mean, I kind of get you that. Should, you should upvote it then, Charlie. But that's well. not the system we're in right now. We have made a decision as a league to be in a system of voting for trades, so everyone gets their opinions heard. So that's I, I agree with but you. But I don't I, I don't enjoy that. That's why I don't upload or download anything. Okay, well, so you're hardly upload or downloading like, be... from your democratic duty. By, not very American of you. By not downvoting, you're effectively upvoting. So Yeah. Yeah. I think and that's that's me getting back to my idea that two consenting adults should It's a bit weak. It's a bit average. you're sitting on that fence. How's it feel sitting on that fence, Charlie? Just observing. Do you want me to go in and upload it? I think that I prefer that. At least you're kind of sticking your neck out, showing me that you're like alive. All right. Invested. Well, um, this has been riveting, but how about we kick it to uh 
to Evan versus Cade. Uh, Evan coming out with another big win. Um, he's also getting to two and zero. Um, not on this podcast right now. He maybe he should be because uh, outside of the running back group, I mean, like his receivers are just so dynamic. I mean, like with that and like Jalen Hurts, do you really need much? I mean, if he can find a pulse at running back from any of these guys on his bench, like Jerome Ford, like he's going to be really tough to tough to beat in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, no, oh, this yeah. is what this is why I'm bothered because he's now got like a Nick Chubb caliber player, in my opinion, in Jerome Ford. And so he's slotting that that in instead of Ezekiel Elliott and Khalil Herbert. So now he's just back to being like a real Wait. contender. GM, I want I want you I, I, I don't know what we're gonna put on this, but I would like a gentleman's bet. I don't think Ford gets over twenty points again this season. Cut and dry. Um, I think he will. I do not believe that. Because I think what happened tonight... You should put something on that. ...was Nick Chubb had a catastrophic injury. A backup came in. The Steelers have not had all week to prepare for Ford because they didn't think Ford was going to come in the game. They have These are multi-billion dollar corporations that are designed to stop Ford. The reason why he hasn't scored in three years is because... He's he's an NFL running back. He's not a good NFL running back. He caught some people by surprise tonight. If there was a time to play him, it was tonight. And it would have been catching the bottle. Over 100 rushing yards and a reception touchdown. I do not understand how you can say he's not good. Once again, he's hey, going right into that role. Lightning, he caught lightning in a bottle. He's not the no. answer. On All right. Well, I'm betting one uh, beverage of your choice on this. One beverage? Okay. I will agree. I'll All agree. Right, I mean, you're so off on this. It's crazy. Um, but His running back rank is clearly number 70, meaning that if all 32 teams had at you equally divide them, he would be a middle of the pack third running back. Yeah, no, you're so wrong on this. It's about the role, Charlie. It's about the role. He's literally been in the system for years. He's got the Nick Chubb workload. Like it's a run heavy offense. I whatever. Um, right, I don't, we'll see. I don't we'll think see. he does well. Let's kick it You're to the crazy. next uh, next matchup. No, no, no. I'm not done with this one yet. Higgins and Robinson was the trade, and I think that was surprisingly fair because you're right, Quinn. Robinson did break out. And um, Cade's really surprised some people, and I'm surprised that he lost against Evan, to be honest. Evan is now a real contender, which scares me and annoys me. Why the heck, if you're Cade, do you not play Puka Nakua in your, in your, in your, in your flex spot instead of dubs? What are you doing? He could have won. Puka has played one game in the NFL. Oh, my. Charlie, I test. These people pass the eye test. Anyway, he's we can play, move on now. Now that I got the last word. Game of the NFL. All right. Uh, nap time for Mr. Nasty, right? We haven't really addressed that name. Uh, Ch- Charlie, do you want to just start there? Uh, do you want to talk I, about Jamie's I'll, yeah, brand I'll, change? Let me, let me just chat. Let me just chat this. First, I got to, I, I will, as, as, the be, as the bigger person, I will start with Jamie, hell week this week. Then I'll get into the fact that you say that I don't live rent free in your head, but you named your team after me. It just yeah. just doesn't really just doesn't really coordinate. Um, and well, yeah, Charlie, and- you've been talking so much trash. You started this whole thing, in my opinion, and you you talk so much trash. I, I just figured I had to go into the archives. I literally scrolled through my phone to find the photo. And I, I knew as soon as you started running your mouth that I needed to make a statement. 
And um, I feel like you really gave my team a mascot that it really needed. So you know the only guy I think about you. You know the only only well, there's two guys that didn't make a statement for you this week was Mr. Madison and Mr. Watson. I will give you give you props. Mr. Allen showed up. Um and yeah, Moody, you got big help from him. Yeah, you had a good week. I'm not gonna there's no two ways about it. You had a hell of a week. Thanks. I wish I could say the same about your team. But good good win, good gutsy win. We literally finished fourteen point it, we finished fourteen points apart, and if we would have exchanged opponents, we would have finished with the same results. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Um we'll dive more didn't into this. After this. Didn't have to disagree. Okay. Okay. Well, look, I might change my team name. I've got a couple other names working um, as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm feeling a little better this week. Um, better because you're here, Charlie, of course. Um, but yeah, more importantly, I feel like I slayed a dragon on behalf of the entire league. And that's what I'm happy about because I want. Wow. Wow. Believe it or not, not to talk yourself. Wait, we're not talking yourself up there, buddy. Well, believe it or not, what I want is a fair shake for everybody. And Caleb was basically a dictator, tyr- tyrannical maniac. And I feel like he might have been humbled a little bit this week. Yeah, you really kind of gave him the, uh, the reach around um, before the before the matchup. I think you were really scared and you weren't expecting this. So maybe you should get off your high horse, buddy. I uh, like the view from up here. Here's but... my here's my other question. So I want to I want to check this out just so. Wait, that... wait, Cut before you do, before you do, Cut commercial. we should take a little commercial break. Okay. Welcome back to the Doghouse Rules Podcast. We're back here with Charlie Myers, Quinn Anderson, Jamie Williams. We were discussing the nap time for Mr. Nasty versus Back Alley Bargainers matchup. Anything else we need to say about this gentleman other than uh, thank me for being a hero and saving the league? Well, there's a question I was going to bring up. So um, the villains are your next opponent. Um, I was wondering if they would just all of a sudden become this this giant threat and Troy would be a menace to the league and rank number one, just so that this whole trend of Jamie being a giant slayer could continue. Yeah, Charlie. I, I, I think me and Jard are going to be somewhere around 15, 16 with our two and O teams. Yeah. You'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait. Yeah, and one see thing I want to talk about is the, the Jamie ranked number two in the league curse that uh, that's happened two weeks in a row. So week one, uh, Mason's team was ranked number two and he lost. Um, and then in week two, Troy's team was ranked number two, and he lost. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. time out, time out. Let's let's just burn a thirty second there. Jamie, you really <laughs> did a woe is me here. You did a woe is me. You looked at your schedule. You said, "How could I just redeem myself and look like the greatest fantasy owner of all time?" Let's get the next two teams that I play <laughs> and rank them one and two. All right, Charlie, don't tag it me in. It almost worked. No, Charlie, it don't tag me in. Yeah, and you overrate these teams. It almost teams. worked. Oh, the gas people to curse them. Zach just needed to show up a little less, and it would have freaking worked. You needed Gibbs to get the more the ball a little more than David Montgomery, and he would have had it. You're you just scared of these teams, so you put them up high by Caleb, you, you right next to where your fears are. Hey, you know, I had a good week, but Troy is the obvious number one now. And then you beat him, you're like, well... I just beat number one two weeks in a row. Obviously, I'm number one. I can see it right now. You, I, I can't believe we let you get away with that. It, I'm glad. I'm glad I noticed that. God damn it, Jamie. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, you know what? 
Charlie, I'm going to surprise you right now. There may be some subliminal mind games going on potentially with the power rankings, but Hey, you know, if you, if you bothered to write your own article, you'd, you'd maybe try to get any little advantage you can get possible as well. I will tell you, honestly, this was not part of the calculus. When I wrote that, it was just stream of consciousness. I told Quinn, I've been trying to do like a, like a think less, write more, just kind of pump this content out. Cause I know people like you are hounding me in my DMS being like, Oh, after this embarrassing loss in week one, where's the power rankings? I'm just confused. Where are they? So I've been in an effort to get this content to you. I've really just gone with like a stream of consciousness style and maybe subliminally some of that was actually going on. It's a really interesting okay. theory, well, hey, but it wasn't wait, intentional. Wait, actually, actually, hey, actually, hey, here's another hot take. Maybe Jart doesn't come in at 15. Maybe Jart springs up to two because you know who Jamie plays week four? Jart, yeah. Okay. Um, look, the, the power He's a 2-0 no are... team. He's a 2-0 no team. He deserves to be there. They're going to be volatile in the first couple of weeks. The whole NFL is volatile right now. Like everything is being figured out. So I should get the same grace as the only person who has the guts to write this article. Okay. Quinn, do you have something to say? You agree with this? No, I do have something to say. I actually have an observation as well, Jamie. Um, has anyone ever told you that you kind of have the same vibes of, as like Ben Stiller? Really? Like a really short uh, guy who's just like overcompensating? No, I, it's just, you know, it's something I've thought. I just thought That's I'd share. Cute. I was compared to um, Jeff Buckley earlier today, and I was kind of thrown by that. I, I, I'm, I'm not always, familiar. He's like a famous singer, I guess. He's a very good-looking guy. But uh, I think the most apt comparison is Zach Braff. I think I've gotten Zach Braff before, and it just felt like that was that's kind of my existence. But I appreciate this. Ben Stiller no, is I very funny. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is very funny. You should see him in Eurovision, and you should see him in Dodgeball. Oh, of course. Oh, good. Come He's, on now. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, but but anyway, I appreciate guys. You've really opened my eyes. Maybe subliminally, I did do something with the power rankings, and I'm sorry oh. if I cursed anybody. It was not intentional. Dart. If Jark takes a giant leap this week, yeah. watch out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's, stay tuned. Power rankings coming soon. See where your team stacks up. Uh, you know, there's three data points now to work with. Or two data points, really. Um, so looking forward to seeing how things shake up and he- inevitably hearing uh, receiving hate mail in my in my DMs, which is fine. That's part of it. Um, All right, let's continue. We are. What's the next matchup? Next matchup and Flacco for president. Yeah, surprising. This one was surprising because Flacco for president was the aforementioned number two overall, I believe. Or no, they were pretty high. Coming in, coming in, you had him number two. Did I really number two overall? Wow, that's zero and two start for him. Yeah, that's um, that's really surprising. Uh, I'm surprised by Hasbula's haymakers. I love the moves Foster's made. Kyron Williams, I tried to trade for him before this week. Against the San Francisco defense, he's going to be a stud. Cam Akers, Quinn, uh, you wanted to pour one out for your boy real quick? I, I actually, um, I'm not too worried about that. I'm, I There's already reports that there's actually people who want him in a trade. So that was my biggest concern is that he was just going to rot on the roster and be inactive and just do nothing. Um, if he ends up on a new team, like perhaps maybe the Browns or, you know, the Vikings, you know, I wouldn't be mad about some of those outcomes. Um, All I know is if he ends up on the on the Browns, uh, Jamie might owe, owe me a cold beverage. 
you mean the Vikings? Either one, I'll be no, opening. No, a on, on the Browns for the Mr. Ford bet you made me earlier this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. I All see I'm saying, saying is I wouldn't be upset about it, you know? I think I it's imagine. a bit of a pipe dream. I think he's a good guy, but also I think the Browns are filled with a bunch of scumbags, so that's a separate agenda. I don't think he's a good guy, so then he might be a great fit for the Browns because I think part I of the problem was he couldn't handle the fact that Kyron Williams was taking his role. I, I think that was a part of it. I, so. I think it's hard to say if that's if that's true or not. I, I think that if you look back at the comments being made by Sean McVay, like he talks about how much he likes cam Akers and how he wanted to feature him in his offense this year and he just does a complete 180 on him on week one it's like it was just a total smoke screen um it's it's weird that cam Akers didn't know about it either i i think that that is really weird i think it's a weird way to treat a player whether or not he's fitting in the culture or not um and i don't think that he lacks talent i think that that rams offensive line has been bad the entire time he's been like the true starter there i think that has a lot to do with his inefficiencies because i think that kyron He's more of the kind of runner where like, for example, in like the, like a Miami or like a San Francisco offense where he gets to kind of move laterally and then kind of hit the gap and then go where you kind of have the red carpet to run. I, I think that this offense is going to be more of like a, we're going to half back dive and we're designing this run to get three yards. You know what I mean? I think Kyron Williams is much better at that. That was evident in the game that was played on Sunday. If you watched that, if you watched it happen, they could keep going back to him over and over again. He played like a ridiculous amount of snaps. It was insane. Yeah. Isn't there I, also I, rumors that Matt Stafford does not like the Rams locker room either? Maybe they just aren't jiving well out there. Well, he's um, like, the oh, old guy. yeah. Where he was talking about how he can't relate to the other players on the team because his wife is talking phones all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just I, total I, boomer I mode. Might, the Rams just might not be, might not be having a good time. Maybe they just need a big group hug. I think you know that really embarrassing. I think they all like need a hug. Lost to him. What was that? I, think, I said no. It'd be really embarrassing as if my NFL team lost to him. But luckily, that's not Jamie's NFL team. He's just following him out of the corner of his eye. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. I think the Rams oh, are just fine. I think these are all like a lot of stuff has kind of come out, and and they've just been spun into narratives that are ridiculous. I mean, they just found a star in Puka Nakua. Um. They just they just find a way. They 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 find a way. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah all right uh Najee Harris though I think is a big bust that's probably the number one reason my Flacco for president lost um he just looks terrible and yeah I'm shocked but good for Foster this is somebody who said he was punting on the season so you love to see it and his bench is suddenly deep and the you other think, Flacco president doesn't have a bench spot filled go ahead you don't think, you don't think he's playing possum there who Foster he just wanted yeah. you to sleep. He just oh. wanted you to sleep on him. You don't think he was playing a little possum saying, Oh, I'm uh I'm putting on the year, just hanging out here. I don't think Foster plays games, Charlie. I think you, he's you don't think that Foster's a humble king. I don't think I don't think I don't I don't know. I, I think I think he might be might be trying to sneak up on us. Mm. I don't Maybe. I think Foster Foster should be get garner a little more respect. Are, are you saying that that poem was a smoke screen? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, I mean, he definitely has some work to do, but I, I think you look at that roster, that roster is not bad. No, it's not. It's not. And they're performing well. Um, <laughs> that roster could be very good. Let's uh, let, let's kick the conversation over to Dak Street Boys versus the villain. Um, It looks like 
Zach will end up taking the win here after all in a shocking turn of events after Monday night football. Um, what do you get? What are your thoughts here? I mean, this is pretty remarkable uh, when you think about it in a lot of ways. Um, you kind of had this team buried for a while, haven't you, Jamie? Not, no, he's he's in like tier two, I believe. Rooks and Crooks. Zach? Uh, Zach oh, sorry. No, no, no. Troy is because that's the only one. That's oh, oh, you have Zach behind. in last place. Right. Yeah, Zach's you have literally Troy behind in, Nolan. And you have Troy so. in second place. Right. This yeah. literally could not be a further apart match. That's like life. basically a lock. Like you basically yeah. locked that. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah. Look, there were I... mistakes made by both parties. Okay. Let's just. I mean, Jamal mistake Williams... was really made by you more than anything. I don't think so. I, I, they, Troy, they I can't really... help how they played. They you can't you can help how you rank them. Tro- Troy Hunter lost Henry... Aaron Jones. Okay, that's but, huge. But for Zach, for Zach, Hunter Henry was the only guy that really played out of his mind. Like um, no one else really played out of their mind. Gabe Davis played. That's Gabe his Davis. best game of the season. Um, okay. Well, we're two games in, buddy. Yeah. Speaking of Gabe Davis, what do you guys think of him rest of season? Is he this guy or is he like no. week one Gabe Davis? Week one. He's going to be boom bust. He's like Mike Williams. Terrible. Yeah, I kind of agree, Debo, except he's worse. Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel, 22 points out of him is not a left field. Um, Tua was did not have a, a great game for them winning. Montgomery didn't exactly light it. Sound the alarms on Damian Pierce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And then on the other side, Ridley underperformed. Uh, Your guy, Christian Kirk, somehow took all the targets away. And then... uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, somehow. Joshua Kelly. No, no, no. I got a timeout right here. Okay, second official timeout. Quarterback that is in his third year, right? Sure. Trevor. Okay. He's starting to come into his own, starting to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Who has been on his team all three of those years? Of those two receivers. Oh, God. Christian Kirk. Just make your point. The the infinite questions, Charlie. Calvin, but Calvin, I don't, I think Calvin really is going to take a while to adjust this lineup. That's why I was big on Christian Kirk and and making sure I had him on my lineup. So, I think the first part of the season, Christian Kirk is going to be heavily relied on. Do I care about the back end when I drop him? No, I couldn't give two shits when Calvin Ridley's lighting it up. But I think for the first good bit of the season, Christian Kirk is going to be the dude. Okay, you can think that. But, I mean, they traded for Ridley. They, like, all the offseason buzz was that Ridley was going to take over that wide receiver one role. And he he has. He just had a bad game. I don't know what the heck happened with the Chiefs versus Jaguars game. But the game plan was not to have Christian Kirk that involved. Okay, I mean First Zay Jones was concussed. The coach or I what? Like I, I don't know what they they're around. Like they're roughly the same projected points. Yeah, well, the projection points on NFL.com is a joke. We everyone knows this. I don't know why you're defending the site. It's literally decomposing as we speak. So do not if you're if you're living and dying by the projections of NFL.com, that's why you're going nowhere fast this year. Um, so Jamie, I'd once again, like to reference that I consistently click optimize lineup. You've given me shit for that for years. And there is one person currently in this conversation that is two and out. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know, the villain I'm still scared of because Aaron Jones didn't play and that's a really oh. good player. The depth is a little suspicious. Jamie, you're scared of the guy that you're playing next week. The depth is suspicious. Um, and I am worried. I'm worried because it's Troy we're talking about. So, but good for Dax Street Boys proving me wrong. 
Um, Jamal Williams, poof, he's going to disappear soon. Uh, like next week is the last time, last call for Jamal Williams. And then what are you going to do? Um, so yeah, Damian Pierce looks like a bust. I don't buy it from Dak Street Boys. Not even playing the namesake, playing Tua over Dak. Um, bit weird. Yeah, the running back concern, the running back situation is pretty concerning rather quickly. Antonio Gibson's getting on the field, and I mean, ugh, that's pretty dire. Trade a tight end. Trade a tight end. That's what you got to do if you're him. I Gabe do not Davis trust Mike Williams. <laughs> what? Gabe Davis is his future here. Yeah, let's go. Hey, Charlie, maybe you can talk to Dak Street Boys, and maybe you can get him some talent, and you can uh, grab a uh, a tight end off of his roster. Tight end, yeah, I can get, I can get any again. Tight end with a freaking pulse here. Either one of them, either one of them would be fine. If you're if you're listening, Dak Street Boys, you you we 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 can talk, all right? Okay, can hit together. Okay. Uh, let, let, let's let's right. get to our final <laughs> matchup of the week. Um, butt fumble and Jart squad. Um, oh no. Chart squad oh. coming in, getting another oh. W. This team. No, no, don't praise him for this. This was ugly. What? This was really ugly. Nine I mean, butt fumble. Wait, oh, hey, really gosh. quickly before you before you really go into it, I have to make one quick point. Okay. This is the final team of, with with a zero. So now I can announce all the teams that have zeros really quickly. I'm just going to make my quick vouch. Hey, per Ian's rules that he put in, in my opinion, these people need the shotgun because they have a player with zero points in their lineup. They don't have to, but I'm telling you, you should. Um, but you kind of should. You know, you, you should. You don't have to. Nolan, um, Zach Chesley, and Jart with Corderell Patterson, who was being talked about is going to play, oh, but did what not about make he, it into the... the oh, no, never mind. He got point nine. my bad. Free so calls. I was going to say, Ian, I mean, with your rule, I feel like you should do it. You know, even with your point nine, I that is a zero point nine. You know, it's not a one point nine, it's a zero point nine. So maybe you should. I I personally am in the camp of that's a shotgun. Jamie, thoughts? Yeah. Um I, I don't think we ever in the league constitution uh wrote anything about No, there's punishment. nothing about having to. I'm saying should. Okay, yeah, feel free to, if you want, indulge in a, a beverage, I suppose, uh, to punish yourself for starting a zero in your lineup. I'm surprised there's so many. Uh, that's kind of inexcusable, to be honest. How? So that's, that's why I don't why respect Jart's win. Here. That's why you have to shotgun a beer. Well, Jart, Jart's reason, if you look down his lineup, is if he's not going to pick anybody up, uh, he did not have an active running back on his uh, bench. Mm. Eckler was inactive. And mm-hmm. I almost had a zero because Cam Akers went inactive three minutes before the 10 a.m. game started. And so I really only had three minutes to get just to fill off the wire and sub him in. That's oh, yeah. actually kind of insane. We should unpack that. I will so say can... a big a big thing about this game that we're going to have to hit on is this was an eight-point game. I think this is mostly mismanagement on Ian's part. Oh, that's, that's, that's I mean. Look, if you look, look at the bench. Look at the bench. I mean, Tony, okay, Tony could have come in for Smith-Schuster and got him an extra point. Ian purely mismanaged this game. And I think um, Jart will have no. better day. No, he play, he did everything right. Come on. Jerry whoa, Judy, whoa, whoa, Brandon, whoa, whoa. Bree, Bree Saul had a bad day. Bree Saul had a bad day. Bree Saul had a bad day, but how could, how could you not Jerry start him? How could you not start him? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Tyler Boyd, Jerry Judy. Uh, you got who? I mean, I mean, maybe Higby. No, 
Come on, you guys. Okay. I'm, I'm a big fan of Ferguson. I'm sorry. Why am I defending Ian here? Ian did everything he could, but his team is just bad. I don't know. I don't know what else to say here. Brees Hall. No, he literally could have put in. Put in. There's a way he wins this game if he puts in Boyd, Sutton, and Ferguson. Yeah, but Ian's not going to do that because he do, he's just he's Ian. So. Um, it was an ugly win. Jart should not have won playing a zero and yet winning. But I, I'm scared of Jart's squad because of Kamara and Eckler. No uh, fucking way. No, I'm sorry for dropping a dropping an F bomb here. No way. No way. No way this what? Is, yeah, Quinn, Quinn, you know exactly what I'm getting at right here, right? I I, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I I I I, 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 I want to You're in your own this world. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. Yeah, Let me in no on the way. joke. You're, you play in week four. I told you 20 minutes ago you were going to say this exact same thing. I am scared of him. Guess what? Guess who returns week four? Alvin Kamara and probably Eckler too. And probably Watson. He's probably going to be fully no, I wanna, stopped. I, I just got I, I to gotta check my text real quick. Oh. And, and I, I, I messaged this to myself. I want to see where you put Jart squad last week. Just so we can go to the full the full change in in tune now that Jart is on the radar of yeah he's number eight last week up from okay. number twelve the previous week and now now he's to be feared to f- be feared by the masses. Look, he's got two wins. I'd be I'd be less scared if he was zero and two, which is what he deserved. But because Jimmy, he won these Jimmy, two, I've been I you've told me to get on my hands and knees and. Rake me over the coals, and I have two wins. Yeah, whole yeah, podcast I'm... you have two wins. Obviously, doesn't mean anything to you. What I'm saying is, this guy is winning ugly with a incomplete roster. So when his roster is fully complete, he's going to be. He has two extra wins in his pocket now. Like he's going to be a freight train, unstoppable, and that's exactly when he plays me. I'm not even trying to reverse jinx him. I'm just saying. Like my schedule has been so difficult and it continues to be. And Charlie, you are in the same boat as Jart. You both may be two and oh, but you are not impressing me with your performances here. You've well, gotten lucky. The only well, difference is he has reinforcements on the way. This week. He has reinforcements on the way and you don't. That's the difference. I'm way more scared of his team. But it was an ugly win against Butt Fumble, who's kind of fumbling down to the bottom of the standings. Well, gentlemen, I really quickly I Speaking of the upcoming schedule, I think we should just really quickly knock out our picks for week three. Can we uh, can we quickly hit those? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, good yeah. idea. Let's do All this. Right. All right, opening match. We got me versus Mason. Uh, what do you guys What are you guys thinking in this one? I I, I think it, it's looking a little dire for me. Um, what do What do you guys think? I think that Mason yeah, probably takes us handedly. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I your running back situation is really rough. You're expecting a lot from Kenneth Gainwell now that Saquon's definitely out. Um, oh God, holding on to Cam Akers for dear life. Yeah, I really don't like the well, look of your roster. Pending here. waiver acquisitions as well. Oh, interesting. You think there's somebody worth uh, there might be. investing there might be. in out there? Ah, you never know. Um, yeah, no, his team is good. I like what I see. It underperformed last week, but I think he's going to have a bounce back week, and you're in a bit of trouble here. I think I think I like Mason here. I like Mason to rebound. I think Mason has a better team than his 0-2 record shows. I, I will say that his team does have a, a propensity to to be potential chokers. All of these guys I could see having bad games. 
So there's always a chance that his team just doesn't show up and I have a chance to win by default. Um, but that's really all I can hope for. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking at Najee Harris, Miles Sanders. You're right. Lamar, you know, Michael Thomas. These are all potential chokers. So you have a chance and these projections are hogwash. So, uh, I mean, they're pretty accurate as far as my guys, my guys are, uh, it, it's dark over here, uh, on the curious for cousins roster. Get on that waiver wire. It's the best time of the week. All right. Well, you wouldn't know anything about that. Let's kick I'm it. I'm on to, the waiver uh, wire right now. I got a waiver claim. Don't worry. Um, Matt, who, who's up next? We had a big matchup between Jamie and Troy. Uh, uh I mean, this has just got to be anxiety inducing for you. Uh, Troy giant, famously lives in Jamie's head. Giant Slayer Jamie favored by 10 points currently. I don't know yeah. what that's about. I'm trying to figure out where. Oh, Alexander Madison's projected for 14. Does he have that many fantasy points this season? Nope. Also, Zach Ertz is uh, projected for a goose hit. Okay, that's crazy. Against oh, Dallas. Well, like, I get to, it. That's disrespectful. Dallas is good and all. Dallas is good and all, but they're going to stomp the Cardinals. So honestly, I'm concerned about him and Connor. I do think Troy's going to beat me this week. I do think that's going to happen. Um, um, no, I think, I, I think that if, if Jalen Waddle has a concussion, I think you win this handedly. Disagree. Strongly disagree. And also, I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Uh, does Jalen no, Waddle really have a concussion? He is being, being evaluated for one. Okay. Um. Well, it'll be interesting. I got if Aaron here. Jones plays. It's over, by the way. Don't forget about Aaron Jones. Mm, I still lean you. I don't think so. You guys are cursing me. I'm. Li- we're literally trying to reverse jinx each other. I think. I am. I am. Cur- I have. I have Jamie and Mason so far on my picks. I. I just think that like Rashid Shahid, like for some reason, breakout week three, like two touchdowns for like 120 yards, just feels right. Derek Carr finally gets meshing with him. Yeah, it, it just kind of seems like Rahid, that's what would happen. Rahid Sheeb, yep. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Uh, uh, what's our matchup? Uh, up next, we've got Foster versus Ian. Okay, Foster. Foster, Foster, Foster 100%. Hmm, are you projecting Joe Burrow has a little backup? I mean, a little comeback week? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or if he's out, I really don't care. Just put Sam Howell back because Foster is obsessed with Sam Howell. I um, actually, I think as long as Cole Komet, Calvin Austin are in this roster and AJ Dillon, um, there's no way I'm going to put Foster over Ian. Maybe if Kyron Williams gets in there. But uh, Kyron Williams getting in there, yeah. At the same I'm, time, Ayuk can blow up for 30 at any point. Judy could have a bounce back. Brees Hall will have a bounce back. I mean, this seems not bad. Did Foster... No, I'm, rooting, I, I'm taking Ian. This, I'm taking Ian. This is a toss-up for me right now. I'm I'm looking down the lineups. One thing that scares me about Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson is that is a Bill Belichick coach team. Yep. And there is something to be said about a Bill Belichick coach team, especially against freaking Zach Wilson at mm-hmm. quarterback. Like, that is not a mastermind on the other side. And I think that that is going to be a very gritty, grimy game and it's probably going to end 10-3. I can't guarantee the Jets aren't going to win the game, but it, it is going to be like 10-3 or 9-6. Like it is going to be ugly. I think I think Foss Boss takes this one. I agree with you 100%, Charlie. The Bill Belichick factor, because Ian is so Jets heavy, which I, sa- I warned him about earlier, 
uh, in the in the power rankings. And because Aaron Rodgers is not there anymore, they're going to get cooked and fried and just destroyed and dismantled by Bill Belichick. That means Hall gets a downgrade, Wilson gets a downgrade. That's more than enough room for Foster to take the cake here with Kyron and Amari Cooper and potentially Drake London in the in the starting lineup. Potentially, he is an embarrassment. Call a quick thir- another thirty second timeout. This is my final Your final ter- timeout. I was told that there was a certain pass catcher for Atlanta um, that I believe was a pleb, um, not worth anything, just terrible. Um, that also, uh, but somehow you think that this Atlanta wide receiver is going to do great? Their whole strategy is that they run the freaking ball. They play ball control offense. Yeah, they don't Charlie. have a good quarterback. Charlie, it was a they, throw. They back him down in the post. Exactly. Oh. Drake Drake London isn't going to do anything for him. No, no. That's because Bijan and Tyler Algier are getting into the paint. They're, they're taking him down low. Well, I think Mouse I think in the house. And anybody, anybody, I'm going to start this strategy. I'm going to go along with it. And anybody that has one should follow me. Anyone with a pass catcher for Atlanta, screw them. Screw their quarterback. Screw their. Like receivers, tight ends, drop them all. They have a good defense and a good running game, and that's what they're committed to. It's the early 2000s Ravens. I want to paint the picture. Charlie just poured himself a nice tall glass of fireball as he said that. He's clearly still in his cups and, and upset about uh, Kyle Pitts. So I, 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 I am. I, I, will, I will not disagree with that. Did you, hear, thought, the, did you I, hear the clink? I thought I was going to get a winning match. I thought I was going to get a matchup, like a good matchup at tight end every week with Kyle Pitts being a, a you know, goal line target tight end like a lot of pro-style offenses are. But that is not what has happened, frankly. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know if, un- unless he gets traded, I don't think he has much value at this point. Why I, would, why I would hold on to him. And I don't think that the Falcons will trade him because I think they want to evolve to use him more in the next two, three years. Cause they know he's good after his rookie year. Yeah. They just don't trust their quarterback. I think Joe Burrow might not play or he might play injured. Um, but Foster needs to figure that position out. Otherwise he doesn't even need to play Drake London and win against butt fumble. That's how bad butt fumble is moving on next matchup. Let's go with Dak street versus the clan. Okay. Uh, Dak Street, because he actually is a person and is going to actually try and he showed oh. up to the draft. Give me Nolan. Way off. No, wait, no, wait. it's Kelsey versus Chicago. I think Kelsey's going to probably have like seven touchdowns. No. Sorry, I get this. I'm sorry. It, it's just going to be force feed. Oh, and McCaffrey's got the Giants. It's so, oh, it's so over. I will, I will probably say give me nolan too uh purely because those two matchups are going to be absolutely devastating oh, oh it's going to be so guys. bad and and the shootout patriots. between the chargers and the vikings and the patriots defense at oh. new york jets yeah okay. this is going to be i'm going yeah, to on. I'm gonna hop on the nolan bandwagon actually on this one he's going to stumble his way He's going to stumble his way into and a underrated Thielen versus Seattle. I mean, that's not bad. Oh, stop it! Thielen at twenty today. I can see it. Actually. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's up next? Um, All right. Next, we've got uh, Connor versus Cade, the brothers facing ooh. off against each other. 
Wait, they're actually brothers? Yes. Oh, what? Okay, <laughs> I literally did not know that. Um, I like Cade. I think Cade's going to make some noise. Just get Nakua in there, duh. I do too. And Who does Cade have a quarterback? Come out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anthony oh, Richardson, Stafford. probably. He has Stafford on Monday night. Never mind. Or Stafford. He'll be just Richardson, fine. Richardson is not. Richardson, I'm pretty sure, is out with a real concussion considering it's the second one in eight days. Um, right next week he's going to legitimately not play that's minchu mania uh laporta really underrated player for Cade. that guy was an absolute beast last week uh making me a little nervous about my dalton kincaid stock but he's also, also got put in again well, not a yeah. guy that really catching the ball for the falcons just get the Nakua in we'll be fine um next uh let, let's hit the Bears versus Evan. I think Evan absolutely clears Chesley. Uh, Chesley is on life support until Cooper Cup gets back. And even then, I think that's going to be fine. I think Cooper Cup gets also, his job back. Also, Justin Fields? We got to get a new quarterback for him. I know he's loves the Bears. He won't do it. Gotta, he can't do we, it. We got to find him a new quarterback. He's obsessed. And, you know, the truth is, is... His roster's not all bad. It, it has some some weapons no, on it. There's bright spots. There's Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is a franchise player, and he'll he'll stay on that roster for 10, 10 12 years as long as Chesley forgets forgets that that guy also plays in the NFC North and plays for arguably one of his rival teams. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, any thoughts here, Melvin Gordon? I think I think that one. I think we got to switch him out. Uh, for any hope going forward. But I do think Evan takes this one handily. But Melvin Gordon's got to go going forward. God, that's going to really sink Chesley's hopes here. At 0-3, like that's bad. And Evan, new life with Jerome oh, Ford. Like really. I know. I, mean, I don't, again, I do not think Jerome Ford is the answer. Um, I I also, I know Jamie hates NFL.com projections. But looking at it right now, it is very strange, and I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with Evan's roster right now. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, apparently, Evan is only favored by four points here, despite Zach currently having Melvin Gordon in, who's projected for zero points. So if Zach subs Singletary in, Zach would be favored in this matchup, which seems very confusing. It's a joke. Exactly. You're finally understanding what I mean. When I say NFL.com matchups and rankings, but I do know, I also know that I always click optimize lineup. And yeah, because you're that. a mouth breathing, you know, Neanderthal who All doesn't right, actually put any next. thought into their what lineup. What's your record again? Oh my God. Next, we have Jart Squad versus the Back Alley Bargainers. And Caleb's going to wipe the floor with Jart. I'm oh, sorry. You skipped, you skipped Charlie's matchup. Oh, did I? Oops. Oh, yeah. You smoked, you smoked right by it. Is that on purpose? <laughs> I guess it was a uh, subliminal. Um, I think that it's gonna be horse girls for sure. I mean, look at this roster. You're you're in real trouble, Charlie. Your your little, you know, pride parade is gonna be rained on. I think. Um, you're gonna be pride a two parade. One. Being, is, that, is that some homophobic reference or? Definitely not. I'm just saying you're 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 enjoying your uh. You're, I'm you're gonna yourself a parade, and um, I think that it's going to you know go poorly for you if you keep this pride. This prideful arrogance up. That's really what I'm saying. Oh, I'm, I'm stretching out my tight end. Don't you worry. I, I think that I we're going to watch this trade go through, you guys. And then we have to reevaluate that, too. So, A.J. Brown, 
and Joe Mixon off the roster. Enter who? Um, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, but then who's he? He's gonna have to put Traylon Burks in his actual like wide receiver slot. I... And then he's gonna what at that point flex? I don't know. Probably a waiver wire person, which is like I guess probably fine. fine. Yeah, but still, that's making Caleb even more powerful. I don't they like it. Move, they did move uh, Deontay Johnson for my roster. I would like to reference this to injured reserve. Okay, late today. Really, that, quick, is, that is rough news. One thing we what? need to do is uh, we need to quickly hit on Jart Squad versus Caleb. Um, Jeff? I'm still taking Caleb here. I don't know about you guys. I think it's pretty clear that roster just had a rough week yeah. last week. Yeah, they exactly. might be better this next week. It's not even close. And Jart isn't at full strength yet, so nothing really that needs to be talked about. I, think, I will say, I, I think uh, I think Caleb wins this week. I think Jart did really well about getting getting two wins out of this first three weeks. Uh, but I think I think oh Eckler's back next week. No, he's out several weeks. No, Eckler's back next week. Really questionable for next week. I think that's a game changer. I might take Jart here. If Eckler's mm. back on that contingency, Eckler plays, I'm taking Jart. Wow. All right. Interesting. Interesting. You're just kind of being a contrarian as usual, but Caleb's going to roll. Come on. His team did have an off week, admittedly. He's going to be just fine. Um, do we have any mailbag, Quinn, before we get out of here? Uh, we do have mailbag. Um, we have quite a bit, so I don't think we're going to have time for all of it. Uh, we may or we may not. Um, I want but- all of it. We could fire up a third meeting. All right. Well, really quickly, uh, we'll start with the first one. Anonymous mailbag. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Jamie's got his swag back. Charlie, you better get down on your knees and apologize while you still can. Uh, I'm assuming this is in reference to uh, the fact that he beat Caleb last week. I mean, we we haven't really touched on this and given him his credit. Um, I think I I did give him his credit for having a hell of a week. I also wanted, I also, I, I did, I did give him his credit. I also wanted to reference that Jamie does hype up the teams he's about to play, which we've referenced in, and I know, I know he's going to probably throw Jert's squad up probably around four or five region, just so if, if he comes up and he loses a Jart squad, it's a quality loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. I appreciate that. Um, you know, groveling and admission that I'm a superior fantasy analyst. No, I, I didn't say that. I, I gave you credit for a good week. Okay, thanks. I mean, I did everyone a favor the way I see it. Uh, admittedly, I was surprised that it happened. Um, Caleb had an off week, and I had an on week, but it balanced things out temporarily. Caleb is still an unstoppable monster that we've all created. It's going to get worse if the AJ Brown trade goes through. Um, but yeah, we, um, you know, here at Williams Manor, we're just enjoying it, you know, popping champagne, um, celebrating, uh, cause I don't know how many more, uh, with this team of grandpas I'm going to have this season, to be honest with you. I'm still worried. My problems are not solved because like Jerome Ford is deservedly my waiver wire pick worthy of my number one priority. And Evan stole it away from me. So I'm pissed. Do you, Jamie, I, I like, I like the new attitude coming into the season one. To, do you think part of this is just not knowing the rules to the game? What do you, no, it's it's I should have picked up Jerome Ford. Yes. I didn't think other people were aware of this hack that you could use to manipulate NFL.com. And Evan was very wise, and I admit that. Um you don't believe as, in Jerome Ford. 
as so, a, I, I believe in drone court in general, but as a general rule, if you if you know about a hack, I would assume that everybody else knows about it. Not no. not to question your intelligence, but that's just a general strategy you should use with any hack. Is if you know about it, assume everybody else knows it. Yeah, no, I I know who I'm in a league with, Charlie, and I know that people don't. Um, but I gave I gave a public service announcement and told everyone this episode so hopefully that'll level the playing field and we'll just see a lot of waiver wire shenanigans to eventually force quinn our commissioner to move us to a more stable platform yeah with and with actual that, let's uh let's kick this to a commercial break welcome back to the doghouse rules podcast for the second time uh we're gonna close this out with a little more mailbag quinn what else you got all right uh mailbag for this is from connor why god why me again um, and I have to admit, you know, I do feel bad for him. I, there was a lot of promise in Nick Chubb. He was kind of the up and coming, like maybe going to be the RB one this season, like overall, like kind of clear favorite. Right. Um, and there was a lot of excitement just around fantasy football in general for this guy. And it's actually really a bummer that we are going to lose that. And that we're left with Jerome Ford, like maybe Kareem Hunt comes back. Maybe they trade for Cam Akers. Maybe like any of that stuff happens like that could be like. That's just like so it's just such a clear downgrade. It's not what Browns fans wanted. And Browns fans deserve better. They're stuck with Deshaun Watson because of what that organization did. And they deserve to have something. I they are just fans. I agree. Okay, I, I agree. And I hope, it, ahead, I hope it's not Kareem Hunt, because Kareem Hunt is is same level as Deshaun Watson. But yeah, no, I I, I hope that I hope. I hope Ford succeeds and I hope they find a way to get acres over there, honestly, uh, to just be successful because I want the Browns to be good. I, I want that for their fans. I want that for Cleveland. I want that for North Ohio, but I, yeah, I, I want them to find a way because Chubb, Chubb was a guy I really pulled for him. Yeah. It was, that is a tough loss. Uh, yeah. The worst part, the, the, to, to sorry, add insult to injury. Uh, it I've been hearing from a lot of people. It does look a lot like what happened to him at Georgia, and I'm not a medical professional, but I'd imagine the second injury to the same area does not heal easier than the first one. So, yeah, that might be might be tough. Yeah, there's whispers out there that it's potentially like a, a career ending injury. Um, and the, there's, I've been looking for yeah. replays on YouTube, and it's like he apparently had, so bad. There's no yeah. replays. So he had, he had he had a very similar injury at Georgia, and the fact that he was able to make it back from that and play in the NFL was like a minor miracle. And they the if he has pretty much the same injury again, I can't imagine. I mean, obviously they know what to do. But I can't imagine that he'll ever be similar in terms of caliber. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's right. heartbreaking. All right, next mailbag. Uh, we got a mailbag from Foster. Boss, uh, boss. Charlie, why are you going to be this year's dark horse of the league? Why am I going to be this this year's dark horse of the league? Um, I kind of hit on this with the Russell Wilson theory, and it gets back to a general theory that I have on my entire team that Jamie just kind of refuses to listen to when uh, talking about my team. Is when yeah I agree you are subbed on when you look at rosters in fantasy, do not look at the team that they play for. 
because or in some ways do but in a lot of ways don't because it is better to have teams guys that are insanely good for bad teams because that is all they have that is why i hold on to the two raiders that i have is if the raiders have any semblance of offense it has to go through josh Jacobs and devontae adams there isn't some third or fourth or random guy that they're going to pull off the bench it is those two guys and like uh, Raheem Moser is to a lesser case, but Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley, for example, like you have to go through Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley. Like that's why I have Christian Kirk there. Like, and Russell Wilson, they don't really have a running game and they're going to be down in a lot of games. That's why I have Russ there. I think that's why I'll be a dark horse is just a lot of guys that have to perform well for their team to have any semblance of a chance. Jamie, why do you not think I'm going to perform well? Yeah, I've been shaking my head like you had me when you talked about Russell Wilson because you definitely don't want to watch him play football. He's a better fantasy quarterback than actual quarterback as evidenced by his play this week. I don't think there's any disputing that. But then you talk no, about I the agree. Jaguars. I agree, but, I, but I, own, I own him in fantasy football. I don't own him in actual football. I'll dog on him all day in actual football. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'll be right there with you. Um, But the Jaguars, like this is... You had me, and then you started talking Jaguars. The Jaguars are trying to funnel their offense. They're, they're trying to spread it around. Like it's it's not exactly a. But Kirk is one of those guys. Not really though. Like it, it, it's going to be boomer bust, kind of like the Niners, in my opinion, with the with the Jaguars because they have so many mouths to feed. So, but I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying, Charlie. And um, I forget what the initial question was, but um, oh, whether you're a dark horse? Sure, you're a dark horse. You've already are overperformed. You've got two early wins. In my opinion, like I wasn't projecting you for that, obviously. I still sleep on you, um, as proven by my team name. So like it's just like you are a dark horse but for Jamie, sure. I think I think you think and this is a wild theory that I know you think Braves gonna win next week. I think you have a better I think I have a better chance in your eyes to win next week than I have the previous two weeks. Um remind me who you play this week. Right. Brady horse girls uh no I'm taking horse girls I like horse girls but you think horse girls is better than Quinn and Mason um n- y- no I guess I guess not I think he's worse than Quinn but this is the week this is the weakest matchup that I have faced mm, I think it's in between the two but I see what you're saying I, you, uh, look things change quickly in the NFL and in fantasy like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't get cocky I wouldn't get cocky. Just try to get to three. No, I'm, not, and I'm not getting cocky. I'm just, I'm taking the wins as they're coming. to me. That's fair. Yeah. You have a Zen attitude, which I kind of appreciate. Not going to lie. Like you'd take this less seriously than me, I think, um, which is a benefit. Well, that, that's okay. That life lesson to listeners. That is a general perception. It's something that doesn't get talked about. Jamie is the winningest percentage wise fantasy fantasy owner in um, this, but in this league, but if you look at the overall standings, me and Jamie have the same amount of wins. How can that be? <laughs> well, because the last last year's kerfluffle. Oh, okay, I see. Yes, kerfluffle. Um, me, me and you ha- both have after this week forty-one wins coming into this week forty wins. Wow, but who's counting? What kind of freaks are counting this stuff and crunching these this numbers? Gets That's posted every every week. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like, all right, relax. Some of us actually get stressed out looking at those stats. Like, I, yeah, I, I, no, I but, pretend I don't care, but I'm like. But at the end of the day, me and you have the same number of championships, same number of playoff appearances, and gross. same number. 
yeah well that um that's a little upsetting to me but um i think we're because i like to think of myself as in a slightly different tier let's just put it that way in terms of my commitment the out the blood sweat and tears i put in versus you like laid back kind of in your you know in your couch cushion just kind of hey, sipping a sipping a fireball not stressing hey comparison is the enemy of happiness you're so annoying but you're so right <laughs> next mailbag next mailbag you know that's a great point um but the next mailbag this is from Brady. Why won't you let me trade for Bijan? <laughs> um, I'll take this one. Yeah, Brady, you're overpaying for Bijan. That's why people are and you it's it's you're rubbing the league the wrong way. You're probably gonna get away with it this third time because you've worn everyone down and it's kind of a meme now. But it's like the third trade in a row that's pretty much the same. It's not a good trade for you, Brady. I get it. You like Bijan. You're infatuated, but you're giving up a lot for him, and you're dealing with the devil. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think that there's reason to think that there's unrest for AJ Brown in the Eagles' offense. Um, I don't know if you saw him getting into an argument with Jalen Hurts over his targets um, that Nick Sirianni wouldn't comment on. Um, he had to come break them up actually because he was like, getting in his face. It was actually kind of concerning to me. I, I'm a little worried about AJ Brown's mental space, like mental health at this point, to be honest. He's kind of lost it, in my opinion. Um, and I, I'm this diva attitude, it's just I, I didn't realize he was like this until now, but it's now the rose colored glasses another, are off. It's it's clear to me. I can see clearly now. There's another receiver from Pennsylvania a couple years ago that kind of lost it, uh, just like mental health wise. I think he got traded to the Raiders. Then to the Bucks, then to the uh, Patriots. This might be an Antonio Brown situation 2.0, which mm. I hate to see, see that, but I would hate to see that. And and, I, and at I that point, maybe would. maybe Brady's doing the league a whole favor. Maybe, maybe it's kind of like a hot potato in terms of having AJ Brown. Yeah, he doesn't want to be caught holding the bag because guys, there is there is more now that you mentioned the mental health thing, which sounds sad that that's that's what made me immediately think of that. There are more than a couple similarities between those two players. I think and, you guys are over over um, extending this this issue. I think it's a non-issue. I think you're. This is wild. I didn't realize you guys actually thought that this is a problem, and he's a he's a problematic person. Oh, I'm not saying he has mental health issues. I am saying he's a diva, though. Maybe, but divas all, get paid. All divas receivers, are good. I I think. Well, okay, okay, but he's not playing no, well but, right it, now. It, but Jimmy, Jimmy, to that point. If you could, if you, and this was the argument for three years and why he ended up on rosters despite being an absolute cancer to teams. If you get certain receivers between the 52 and 100 yard marks on Sunday, they're hell of receivers. Antonio Brown was like that. Antonio Brown, if you got him on the field in the right state, he was a hell of a receiver. And why he was such a good receiver is he was in the Mike Tomlin system. And Maybe AJ Brown is in the right system right now, and there's a world where it sounds bad, but that he just is that he just explodes. As a former AJ Brown fan, you know, I I think that really what it comes down to is, is that Devonta Smith has like elevated himself in the last like year. Oh yeah, and it's just not the same relationship that he had with him, where he was like a clear one A in the pecking order, where it was obvious, and people have been calling that into question, and I think that's actually kind of getting to his head. 
And well, to be honest, like Jalen Hurts is missing him wide open down the field. Like there's there's clips. He's he's not looking for him in the same way he used to. About like the NFL that doesn't get talked about and should be hit on in in support of AJ Brown here is AJ like every player that currently plays on an NFL roster was the best player on every field that they were ever on up until they got into the NFL. Cut and dry. Like, they were the best. And now they're just, like, one of the dudes. And A.J. Brown is, I think, running into that right now. He's, like, getting missed. But, like, in previous, like, high school and college, he'd just get thrown to the next time because he was the best guy. He's the best option. So, like, yeah, no, it can be tough. I got to imagine. I think it's interesting because the Eagles are 2-0, and but everyone's upset about how they're performing. And I guess rightfully so, because they blew the doors off their opponents last year. And I think AJ Brown feels that too. And he's like, he wants to be the reason the Eagles win. So he's not satisfied with just winning anymore. And I think Devontae Smith is a threat to him potentially. But I think this is something they'll work work out. I, I just, I feel like they're going to work through these issues. And then this will be like a silly like conversation we had like early in no, the season. I, I honestly hope it is. Yeah, interesting though. Interesting. Still an, a lopsided trade in my opinion, uh favoring Caleb as usual. But what else do we got, Quinn? Um that I I actually think comes to the end of our mailbag. Uh wow. As far as I can tell. I'm I'm out. Just like that. We did it. We made it. We well, did Charlie, it. we did it. <laughs> um it's been a delight. I do enjoy seeing your face and talking to you despite all the sparring and the nonsense. Uh, you've been spouting in the chats and everything. Um, I will I will happily lose this bet to you and buy you a drink um, no matter what happens. Uh, if Mr. Winners. Ford does not, does not score 20 points for the rest of the season. Um, yeah. you, you guys got me sharpied in for after me and GM play. I, I got to come on here after me and GM GM play. Because yeah. I know this slander is going to continue, and I know it's going to continue for seven weeks. Well, oh, and you'll keep listening. We'll have it happen. It's going to continue for about six weeks, and then Jamie's going to hit on that I'm I'm a dangerous team with some unpredictable guys, and and should be really looked out for. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, these are all on. great points. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. It's going right. to be a good gonna be a good season guys it's gonna be great we'll have to catch up in person sometime because i i yeah. i'm i, I want to check up on you charlie it's been it's been hey, a minute AMF, you, know, you AMF, want to get into the post a coaches a coaches amf <laughs> he wants yes. to get into the post with you yeah oh, oh. i have unfinished business yeah if my big would only ever like make the layups we would have completely wiped the floor with uh you patrick, and quinn patrick's, in patrick's basketball still the roomie. patrick's still the roomie probably up until uh March, April, then I think me and uh me and old K dubs are moving in together. Wow. All right. Wow. Beautiful. Wow, look at you. Young love. So I guess in here too. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie's grown up before our very eyes. Uh oh. glorious. He still has a um a long ways to go though in this fantasy season. Let's hope he, he keeps his cool uh when he encounters some more turbulent matchups in future. Well, yeah. I'll st- I'll stay tuned for that. 14 and 0. 14 and 0. Let's go. I'm actually going to sneaky be rooting for you. Gentlemen. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Quinn, for moderating our our, our fisticuffs matchup here. Oh, of um, course, dude. This is, this is what I'm here for. This is my pivotal role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been fun. Um, So keep listening. Thank you to all our listeners, our loyal listeners, for enjoying the podcast. And the Power Rankings should come out soon. Um, Happy week three upcoming for everybody. Um, I think it, the league has balanced out nicely after week two's events. So I'm, I'm actually very thrilled and I'm feeling more positive somehow, more uplifted. Maybe it's Charlie's presence, but I think it's the probably Keenan Allen's 31. The only thing that hasn't balanced out is me, Evan, and Jart running away with the league. Mm, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you three are just really <laughs> going to soar up the power. Of course, power. Everybody better catch. I yeah, keep dreaming. Everybody better catch up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. For hey, Charlie you Myers. You check out the standings, the standings posted by NFL.com, right? Still running his mouth. Quinn Anderson, our wonderful commissioner slash mediator. I'm Jamie Williams. Flash Granger. <laughs> right. Overlord. Uh, Rules podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next time. If Charlie has one more comment he wants to get in before the, uh, the buzzer, feel free. Pleasure being on here. All right. Ditto. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, gentlemen. Love you guys. Yeah.